a great Australian sprinter, nature's type, and Dave McDonald, and look how far they've won by. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying! The autumn sun, boy, you'll have to be good to win from there. Artorias pounces, bombs them, and wins! Welcome back to the lottery, episode 19 this week, and it's going to be a sweet, sweet review. It was like Stephen Bradbury at the end there for the boys in the last race, and we're going to really dissect it now. But before I get started on Caulfield, we'll have a quick look, uh, obviously not as big of a day at Ramwick, and we'll start with a Lottie, and we've got uh, JC in as well. But how are you, Lottie? I'm, I'm good, Jack. How are you, mate? Um, I'm fantastic. Uh, obviously, didn't go too well today on the basketball, but happy to reflect back on yeah. Saturday, that's it, for sure. No good? Uh, no good today, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shouldn't have asked. What you think you know, you actually got no idea about, and what you've got no idea about, you actually sort of know. You don't know until you know, though. So yeah, exactly thing. right. I still don't know, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there wasn't too much to take out of Ringwick for mine. Um, it was like, even those later races, when I was watching, I wasn't even like, it probably because the Caulfield Cup was on, but I was just they were just kind of like background noise. I wasn't that invested in them. I wasn't really uh, interested in as much. But uh, in the first race was all the unraced two year olds, and a lot of a lot of the section was for the day. Like it, it wasn't a fast day. Like a lot of the section was really really slow. And in the first race, the favorite, or it wasn't actually the favorite, the winner uh, Shangri La Express was absolutely hammered in betting. I'm pretty sure he started uh, four sixty, but he opened it. 650 and like late all the money come for it and in these two year old in these two year old races that's exactly what you need to follow and he won like a good thing to the line and for the entire meeting he had the fastest final 200 meter splits of the entire day at 11.75 like normally a best split of the day is at least a 10 yeah and yeah, to say like a, not quick. yeah for a two year old to get the entire of the entire meeting just shows like everything else other than that there might have been a couple of 11, like, 90s, but, like, that was the entire fastest split of the entire meeting. So, Ram, because not playing, to, like, it was playing was best, but just the speeds and the times were nothing. Like, all the sectionals I had to look at, they were just terrible. Like, wasn't much to take out of it for me. Um, one of the good ones, a JC tip, Peace Officer. That's a good horse, isn't it? Yep, it yes. is a good horse. We, I, I was it's, happy with that. Yeah. Like, you boys were on it last week. Yeah, I, was I on, think we were. I was on yeah. it every week I've got on it, it's lost, and every yeah. week. And it's because like, it, it, it drew, it, it drew on like sixteen of like yeah. in the week before, and then this week I was like, oh, because it had it um it had Aaron, like he I don't think he'd ever written before, and I was just like, oh, I don't know, it's not Nash, but geez, like he's just yeah. he's just like that, like it's a benchmark seventy. It's been racing midways, it's been winning all of them, so I think it should just progress through. It should just keep going on through. But uh, one of the flops of the day, Mark Quest, is that a is is that just a horse? In court, why is that, or is that a Zach Lloyd slaughtered it? Yeah, I think it might be a bit of both. Obviously, got caught wide, but I don't, know, I don't, know, don't know that you'd want to be sitting out three wide for a distance race and just, just nope. sitting out there doing nothing. So, um, I probably would have pushed forward, but what would I know? So, who knows? Yeah, the bloke is riding a nine dollar, nine dollar horse on the Cox Plate this weekend, and we're sitting here fat as <laughs> recording a podcast. Like here we are. Um, but yeah, like I don't really, I, I, I pretty much the same. Like it just. Caught three wide, never really got into it. He did exactly he couldn't really make his mind up, but he's made up for some good runs in between there and there. So I'm not sacking it. I think it was just wasn't the run to suit. And even in the next race, Zach Lloyd, once again for uh, the coming state with that commemorative, he just like I'll, I'll give Kazoo that Kazoo should have won by further. Like he even when he shifted out late, like he like he, he lost, yeah. he didn't lose, yep. didn't lose all his momentum, but he did lose a fair bit, and he still should have won by further. But commemorative, like you've sold. Yeah, oh, I'm not back. I'm not jumping off. It was a good run from where it was. It looked yeah, like it didn't really 
like just just the size it's a massive like for just a three-year-old it's a massive horse so like just size wise and everything so i definitely wouldn't be uh sacking it i'd still be following commemorative through but smashing eagle for me was flop of the day what a look to have every possible chance in my opinion and just faded late i'd yeah, I I actually yeah, I missed this race, but I watched the replay and uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't really impressed with it. Yeah, um, like it, it looked at like no, like Mark Question, that was where they were caught wide or anything. He, he looked to have everything go right. Yeah, he, yeah. Like Is I, it his first ride back for a while. No, it's been well, it, it it had been up for a while. Maybe it's just come to like it was just end of a prep run. It's just knackered. But that's what I was putting it down to. I think like I couldn't really see much else. Really, there was no mm. excuses, but you never know. If they keep if they if they're happy with it, they keep running. I'll yep. probably back it again. I'll um, throw them. I want to get to Caulfield <laughs> real <laughs> um, quick. But, yeah, we did get unspoken. That just rode the speed. That rode through and that kicked us off of the quarter. I didn't I didn't actually take one out, um, but I reckon that was the only leg I got. I got I'd missed yeah. the next three legs it of the quarter. It easy, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Brain them late. Um, Palmetto, I think. Who said that was the, his best bit of the day? Like, well, yeah, so this I is got, an absolute rumor mill between us. Yeah, yeah, so I got given before the race the tip and stubborn me. I was like, I've got my own podcast. I think I know what I'm doing. We'll get to that later on. But uh, in terms of Palmetto, yeah, it was best bet of the day on one of those racing apps where That's I don't want to plug it because I don't know what it is. But it's like, yeah, he's been doing it for years. It's free tipping service. And I'm like, eh, well, the Patreon, which will be brought up later on uh, for the next episode, is a lot better than that. But I was like, oh, I'm not getting on that. $21 shot. And it, it's great. It's it, 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 like, it easy. Yeah. Can't, 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 can't say I did it easy, but like. It had Swarm was late, but I just held everything off, and I was on Waterford each way, hung on for third, luckily. Um, don't know what to make of Waterford. Just, it's it's always got a good session. Nothing, but just can never, Yeah, it. it just can never get in there. Uh, the Big Dance Wild Card, King of the Castle won. The money come for it late, but just like this, like what, like I had no idea about this race. Even nah, when I was on, I was like, what that, like, it just doesn't interest me at all. I moved straight by, and even the last race, um, I can't remember what I even backed in the race, but this is like this is just going to show how bad the speeds were. Uh, the, the horse to come third, Dynamic Impact, had the fastest final 600 meter split of the entire meeting in 33.85. So a 33.85 and a t- an 11.75 were the best 200 and 600 meter splits of that entire meeting, which are pretty pretty plain. Like I'm not a <laughs> continue. Yeah, pretty plain. So. Yeah, I don't know. There's not there's not too many to take out of that uh, Randwick meeting for mine. I'm still second with commemorative. Forgive my question. Peace officer looks like a pretty good horse, and I'll be following him up in grade more than likely. We love to hear it. It's time now for Caulfield, and we'll start with Lottie, just favourites lot. Even after the race, I like I, I was pretty keen on it at the start, but after the race of jump, I've seen a lot of people have made it their best bit of the day, and I was like, oh, shit, rock. But it, in all honesty, I was a bit worried when it came around the corner. Like, it looked like we were just getting boxed in. I was like, oh, no, here we go. Brave me by talking about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I peeled out late, got the right run, got the right run in the race, and Mark Zara, that just picked off his day from there. He was on fire from there on out. And, like, all on is brave me. Like, that form going through those horses right now. Um, Mahaba was, was coming up later in the week. So, some good form to follow out of the race. But, yeah, brave me was pretty dominant in the end. Uh, uh, $2.40. Got the job done, and like you said, a lot of people's best bet for the day. But check your pockets, boys, because we've been robbed on the beanstalk going into race two. It was unbelievable scenes. Not only did uh, 
Riff Rocket not winning a dollar forty five, which you which I, I somewhat from. I somewhat called. Like I, was, yeah. I, I, I didn't think Riff Wasn't Rocket happy with it. Yeah. No, yeah. the price like, I was like, no way. So I'm kind of happy we steered against it, but. Jeez, God, Boeing was very, very disappointing. Should have been scratched. It should have been, been scratched. Scratching. I'll tell you right now, my phone was going off like a frog in a socket yeah. at that stage, and I thought, what is going on here? Um, and scratch it, scratch it. I won't mention the other words <laughs> around <laughs> that, but um, it should have been scratched. In yeah, the end. It should have, but it didn't. And the only thing that we really take out of the race was that it was really – uh, like it, it wasn't run at a genuine, like it wasn't run very quick. It was a really slow race, and I think that kind of suited the leader. Like he just like he, he couldn't catch him pretty much, and they were just on level terms. If there was more pace in the race, it might have been a different result. So I wouldn't be sacking Riff Rocket. I just don't think that race because it was only eight horses. Like it wasn't, it was never going to really be a really quick race. They were always going to go at a uh, slow tempo. But yeah, I was pretty yeah. keen on gold bullion, and I like the, the arrogance just got to me. I was like, that's so much more of a better bet, but. That's the whole point of the beanstalk. Doesn't matter. So we're out of that. But I think the beanstalk's going to come back with a bit of vengeance this week. More than likely, we might be starting up something new with that. Uh, but yeah, all honors with uh, Sunsets. We're a pretty good winner. I think he's onwards and upwards of the Derby. Love it, mate. Uh, but then you've just bounced back. Super yeah, we're well, well, Angel. Well, me and Joel Conn were both we, we were both against Tropical Squall. Yeah. I'd like from the barrier. There's no way I was taking a dollar ninety or whatever it was. No, I can't just... remember who were you. I can't remember. No, I, I said I didn't mind Autumn Angel, but I wasn't going to take a bet in the race yeah. because I'd heard Gay Waterhouse said Tropical Squall was de- it's going to win. It's going to yeah. win this weekend. There's no chance it's going to lose. And I was like, shit, if she's that confident, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking the dollar ninety to find out. But yeah, I'm not backing against it. Yeah, um, even like even before the race when the they were going through like their tips for the race and they said, yeah, Tropical Squall, best bit of the day. And she's a good 30 or 40, 30 or 40 rating points better than the rest of the field. So I was like, oh, shit. I was like, here we go, late. But Autumn Angel just, I think from Barry 12, she like always had a bit, always had a bit of work to do. Uh, put the pressure on too early, but just Autumn Angel had the perfect run the race, just absolutely crept in behind him and she exploded late. And I made her my horse to follow out of the meeting. Um, Moody's spelled her. Like, I thought straight away they'd be going to the, like, this is a major lead up race to the Oaks. Like, if you win this, you're pretty much favorite for the Oaks uh, normally every year. But Moody spelled, Moody spelled her. So she's going to go to the paddock. And I'd imagine they're going to come back next in the autumn and maybe target yeah. the ATC Oaks. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's like, what I read. Yeah. I think, I think she's going to target the autumn and yeah. kick off there. I reckon, yeah, I reckon she'll be pretty good filly up in, um, up in Sydney in that type of year. But I, I, I don't think Tropical Squall was really too much to blame. I think the barrier just beat it at the end of the day. Um, I wouldn't be backing off it anyway. It was, it was like from the right, ra- the way it run the race and the way it only just got knocked off by a length, half a length. I don't remember what the yeah, exact margin like was, but yeah, still, still a good meta in the run and, I wouldn't be backing off it, but yeah, Autumn Angel is definitely one to follow into the Autumn Carnival. But JC, once again, $7, Arkansas Kid. Let Arkansas him cook. Kid. Yeah, I was double figures when, when we did the pod, I think, and, and mm. got backed into $7. And yeah. What did you get at? Oh, it was about nine, I think. I was a bit flat. I, I was a bit flat that I waited, but we got there in the end. And as long as it got over yeah. the line, I was pretty happy. It, it, it was like, even like, I, I, I didn't realize like, but there was a protest. Did you? Yeah, I, I wasn't really I watching it that intensely. No, I, I was busy, so I sort of was going inside the house watching, um, and I saw the race and watched him win, and then went back outside. Yeah, no I idea. even like I was watching it, but I was kind of just somewhat like fluffing around and shit. And then yeah. I see Archer like, "Oh, a protest being dismissed." I was like, "What protest?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had no I, I idea. Saw a tweet or something that said that can't get upheld, and I was like, "What's he talking?" Yeah, about? I had no idea. But um, in all, like, I think. Winners are winners. Yeah, winners are winners. Exactly yeah, right. But 100%. the one to take out of it, uh, Don Corleone, he had the best 600 and 200 meter splits of the entire race. 
and he just wasn't as far up as he normally would be. Um, like, all was with Arkansas or Kidd, but I think Don Corleone is going pretty – like, even his last run was pretty good, and I yeah. think he's coming back pretty good, this horse, at the moment. You can tie them in together, too, because I think Arkansas Kidd beat him by, a, like, a head or a half a length last prep. Yeah. So they've um, they've been close to each other the whole way. Very yep. quickly, uh, inhibition stinks in the next race. Oh. We finally all take a bet together, and yeah, it no, just that, goes that's what happens. It never works out. No, but, but I, I think the only horse, I think the only reason, like this horse has won the last two stars only because of the jockey. I think Blake Sheen is just he's a freak at the moment. Like definitely from, won that race on the week from Barry Seventeen. Like he like Tropical Squall got rolled from twelve. Like Barry's were getting horses beat all day, but Blake Sheen can get this horse to win from seventeen. So that just proves how good Blake Sheen is going at the moment. And he's arguably the best jockey in Victoria. Like he's definitely up there at the moment. But yeah, I've I was really torn between him and inhibitions at the start. But I just thought the the barrier was going to beat him. But it didn't. Blake Shin just proved how good he is. Um, onwards and upwards. But oh, mm. <sighs> not good enough. No space, space walk. Yeah. Like, wish there was eight horse in the race. Oh, Biggest dog could still be alive. It would have, but oh, I, I would, I would have taken Riff Rocket as well. But either way, but even like, even after the race, like I was like, shit, this isn't fun. And then you watch the like the the chopper vision from the top, and Spacewalk got in front mm. with like a hundred to go, and then like Dool just somehow fought back. And I checked the section as well, and Spacewalk still, even after getting nutted, had the best six hundred and two hundred meters split to the entire meeting. She had a 32.83 final 600 and 11.29 final 200. So that's the fastest for the entire Caulfield meeting. Um, but she still, she still lost, and that cat sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it in the background. Yeah, I love it. Um, but, yeah, like I, I sort of I, – I can't believe – even like I think Hixie, they put in that quaddie, and after it, there was like – even if I took the field, like I wouldn't take, I would have, I would have left Dool out. Yeah. Like, there's no way that horse can beat anything in this race. Hundred percent, that was the same. There's yeah. no way. What, I can't remember what you said. You said if that was the only horse in the race, I still wouldn't take. Yeah, it. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. way in my life that yeah. I could ever pick that horse. But good on them, they got it, and I was absolutely nowhere near it. So well done. But uh, race seven, Here the CEO. This is where you started to find some form later in the day. This is where the CEO started to be like, all right, boys, you, you've had your fun early. Strap on. I'll tell you I'm right here now, for the boys, show. it started a snowball effect. And for the CEO, he needed to lift. He hadn't done anything early and then rode to Ataki. must have had a curry the night before because it led the whole way and no one got anywhere near it. It was unbelievable and at juicy odds too. I yeah. think it was around it, six bucks. Six it, bucks it paid it six bucks. And what have you, it started at I eight. got it at six fifty. Yeah, so. it started at eight. I, I didn't actually bet on it. I think I, I was on skew. I was pretty heavily on skew. Yeah, with I was and, too. Yeah, I, think, I was scoffed at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and look, it's starting to wear a bit thin, boys, because uh, from here on out, it's just unbelievable. So that's the first leg of the quaddy. That's his. But I'll just quickly – I think Skew Whiff is a bit stiff. I just don't think she got the right run. I wouldn't be sacking it. If, I don't know what she's going to go to next, but I wouldn't be uh, backing off it anytime soon. But Buffalo River was kind of a saver for us because we – I was pretty heavily on Nunthorpe. Uh, I thought I was going to get a good run. JC was on Climbing Star. Yep. And then we, you also on Altea was the best bit of the day, but got, right. got scratched and went to Sydney. And then we only just threw Buffalo River into the last minute because we're like, let it track, never know, just, just chuck it in there. And it's probably the best decision we made all day. Because <laughs> yep. other than that, we wouldn't have got anything. So Buffalo River, Celine Gordray, she's figured that horse out. And I, I kind of thought this is where like there was a track pattern starting. But after the entire meeting, everyone was like, Caulfield played so perfect. Every yeah. horse got a chance. And I was like, 
I thought there was a track by yeah, some I like the same thing. That's yeah, what, I don't know. I saw I saw that on on the socials as well. That everyone was saying how perfect. It was yeah, played, so. but like in the in these later races, I was like, I for sure I was like, not nah, leaders, leaders, but we'll get to the last race eventually. But it definitely wasn't a leaders track. But yeah, the Caulfield Cup, one of the it, it was one of the fastest run Caulfield Cups of all time without a fight. I. I don't know what I, – I tipped it early in the week. I, I tipped it like two, three months out. I I'll was, tell you what, right you are with 300 metres to yeah. go. Oh, mate. Jeez, the boys are nearly at the Bahamas. We had a clean-up from that. Imagine if that would have won. Imagine what would have uh, won. Uh, either way. Um, but, yeah, without a fight, looked prime for the race and looked good to go. I think break-up was – I think I changed my bet late to, to break-up just because without a fight I got found lame and I was like, nah, no way. It's yeah. taking my money. But, yeah, he got knocked around a fair bit like late in the thing. So – I don't know. Is he going to the Melbourne Cup? Or? I'm not too sure. He just—he looked like he just didn't have the fitness to get there. Did yeah, he? Like he sort of just, just. He got knocked. Like he got knocked around. I'm not jumping off him, but no, I wouldn't be jumping off him. But I don't know. Sort of a bit like um, um, Romantic Warrior as well. Yeah. You know, got to the end of the the 2,400 or whatever, and, and just didn't make the distance. I think it's yeah. still it's One not an easy race. race. Oh no! Oh, but like all, no. like that, that, that like. The horse is absolutely flying like he cannot knock it, but West Wind Blows is absolutely stiff as, and I don't even think, this is another debate as well, it's, it's not even getting a run of the Melbourne Cup. Isn't it? Yeah. No, it's, not, it's, it's not allowed entry. Why, I'm pretty sure, is, is that because it's had two runs? No, nah, I, I don't I'm know. Sure the, he only had one lead up run. Yeah, I, I, I don't run. know what the exact reason is, but the, like he's he actually can't get a run like in the Melbourne Cup for some, Yeah, I'm not, there is a reason, but I, I couldn't say sure what I, I heard during the week that uh, the imports only had one lead up run to the Melbourne Cup. And if they have two, they can't run in the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Very interesting. But we will move on. More interesting. To oh, race <laughs> number 10 and CEO, the mic is yours. Uh, well, as you know, we're down to the last leg of the quaddy. We had uh, we had different quaddies for some reason. I don't know well, how that worked I, I, out. I will quickly, quickly put this out there because I, ha- I I did put a mistake up. I put my, like, the quaddies you see on the lottery page in the white background and the thing, they're, they're my personal quaddies. So if you take them, those are those are those are my personal quaddies. But the quad, the pod quad, is specifically for this pod. So th- correct. There will be two quaddies up every Saturday. The white ones are specifically my quaddies that I take. But then we are taking a pod quad as a yep. specifically for the pod. Uh, interesting enough, we might also have a couple of them. We might do the quad pod. You put yours up, then we might do the quad pod on the Patreon page, which. Yep. People will subscribe to and get the tips. Yeah, so I think I think that's where we, we put might that. Just have to go with the CEO's quad the way yeah. down though. Because, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, it must have been a blue moon on Saturday night. I didn't look up, but but please talk me uh, through it. So Vivian, I was really worried just about getting that, just getting that win off the board. First quad pod. Uh, it's getting a little bit easier to say. <laughs> uh, look, I just thought it was going to be an absolute shoe in. Obviously, it won so many in a row and looked the goods at this stage, and then. This is kind of the beauty about like you each take a horse each because I think if everyone were just picking, I would like if you would have picked hypothetical and pick, I'd be like, nah, just take Vivian one out. But this is where it's kind of good you have like different opinions. exactly. Yeah. So if the listeners haven't catched on yet, I like to have a little bit of a laugh and sort of joke along with my sort of picks because these boys are knowledgeable, they know what they're talking about. We usually take a favorite, or if not, we're going to have something around six bucks, which a lot of our quaddies were. It was like your favorite around five, six bucks, yep. and then. I've been adding in the roughies. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's the old throw a dart at a dartboard, have a bit of a laugh but about it. But this is exactly but, geez, the reason. It looked like a good horse, <laughs> mate. <laughs> that <laughs> was nearly win of the day. Like besides without a fight, I made that win of the day. But like this is where like it come from last. It was flying. And I, mean, I was, it was flying. <laughs> and I sat there and I was too busy watching Vivian going, get up, get up, like get us the win yeah. on the potty. Then I'm like, 
who was the one at the bottom? Like yeah. I wasn't even focusing on it. Then they go, Lem Pinker. And then the next thing you know, my phone was blowing up like <laughs> I was buddy Donald Trump in his prime. I didn't know what was going on and I was like, I had to be Mrs. going, have we got LaPinka? <laughs> have we got him? And she's like, which button? And I'm like, don't we? LaPinka. She's like, it's in there. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> going I absolutely. Really, I'm I can... like, full grade. Full grade. I, I, I remember it happening. I was like, I was watching the race because I had I, I had most of my bet on Viviana. I was watching that win. I was like, oh, this is home. This is home. And then I see Lynn Pinker from the background. I was like, oh, shit, let's make him grand. And like 100, 150 meters ago, I'm like, Vivian, like, oh shit, this thing's making grand. And then they got to the front, and then I was like, and when it got past the front, I threw my front on the ground. And I was like, and Fiona was like, what are you doing? I was like, I just fucking won five grand. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. And I, was like, I only I, had 25 bucks yeah, on it. I know, no, I had, I, I had 50 bucks, but like, I, I had 46% of it or whatever. But like, after, and then like, after I checked the actual approximate, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't win five grand, but I was like, oh my God, I just went fucking five. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, <laughs> unbelievable! Yeah. I reckon that is my best win. It is. That I, was I, most I, I, ever. Like, this is why quaddies are the most sociable, best yeah. thing you can ever do in your life. Hey? Like a group quaddie is. There's nothing better in life. I'll tell you what. If you didn't, if you don't get on this week, you're an absolute fool. <laughs> um, all right, we'll go to a break, and then we're going to get into this debate to end the review episode. Righto, we're here to talk about the debate. We are. Would you, do we have a couple of debates? How, how many? How many have we got? Is there one or two? Or well, we spoke about a few things in the inbox, but well, I think the main one is around without without a fight. Yeah. Mark Zara the and the whip whipping, yeah. which which I stated, it's not even just in racing. Everyone's sort of talking about it around. Yeah. So why not you two experts get into it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually keen to see what you guys think. Um, I think you can start. Well, I think like uh, I know just so everyone knows, Mark Zara used I think. The whip seven more times than he was allowed to. Yeah, six or seven times more than. Yeah, I can't remember the exact amount. Um, in the last hundred, two hundred meters. Um, and what do you win by half a head? If that, yeah, a neck. Maybe West wind blows. Jamie Spencer on board used it the legal amount of times and and got pipped in a Caulfield Cup. Yeah. So what's the sanction for that? Is it a fine? Fifty thousand dollar fine. So he got. I think he got. Oh yeah, sorry. I think Mark Zara got like a third. Was it a third or something of his of his pay for the race? Um, so really, he's still making bank, and he's just won a Caulfield Cup. Yeah, Jamie Spencer goes home with a second, and no one asks us about second. Um, but I just think if they're going to make the rule right, and someone can go over it and break the rule without being disqualified or like a half a head length in a race. Yeah, or like a penalty deduction, whether yeah, it be a like, second or whatever it might it's be. It's like when there's a protest, if you, if you interfere with another horse, for me, like if, if he's going to break rule six six whips in the last furlong, like that's easy, it could be easy half a head. Like a horse reacts to the whip, to the sound, to the feel. If Jamie, And Jamie Spencer's lost by half a head by not using it. I just feel like, uh, yeah, you either need to be firm with the rule or just not have it, like – Either let them use the whip as many times as they want or... The punishment doesn't really fit the crime no. then in that sort of aspect because if you're only punishing them a third of whatever it is, they're still making more money than what it would be in second for yeah. or whatever the, the case may be for it. But rules are there for a reason. What do you reckon? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of the same thing. Like I think – I don't know if Zara would have known it, but he's just like he, – he, he, I don't know if he's gone into it. He probably wouldn't have gone into it with that like, like mindset, but he's like, oh, well, if, if I use the – if I do this – all I'm going to cop is a fifty thousand dollar fine a week off, but I'm still going to win a Caulfield Cup. Like, yeah, hundred percent. That's what. Like, I mean. why would you? Why would you not 
cop that, but you still get to walk away with the Caulfield Cup. Well, yeah. how many times does and, it have to happen before they implement yeah. it? Because other people yeah. might have That's to. That's what I mean. And imagine, like, and now if they implement it, they'll be like, well, then why didn't West Wind Blow get it that year? Yeah. So are you saying how many times they have to whip over the limit? Is that what you're saying? Or I'm saying if uh like Mark is getting the... away with it now, yeah. what, if other people start implementing that so, strategy yeah, around That's the, the whole race, point. Like, just get rid thing, of it. I guess the thing is they don't really get away with it. Like, they do get penalised, but. You still win the race. Fitting. Like, yeah, he still wins the Caulfield Cup. He might, even if he misses seven meetings or whatever, it's going to make that from the race. Yeah, yeah. You've still won a Caulfield right. Cup. It doesn't, like, it just it, it loses all incentive with the rule in the first place. Don't get me wrong. As a punter, I'd love to know that Mark Zara is going to break the rules to get the horse yeah. over the line first. Like, I'd fucking love to know that, but it still doesn't justify. And I mean, like, what he, the he loss got for Jamie Spencer? Yeah, he got like it was a fifty thousand dollar fine. And it's like it's the world's richest. Um, twenty four hundred meters on turf. Like it's, it's not the world, but it's like the world's richest cup. Like I don't know. There's a certain, oh, what is the richest? But it's like yeah, one of the like world's the richest, most prestigious, or whatever. Like the ranking. Yeah, yeah I can't remember what, exactly what it is, but like it's worth a lot of money. And fifty thousand yeah. dollar fine and a seven a seven day suspension is nothing compared to just winning the race. So on the back of that, Frankie Dettori is not riding in the Melbourne Cup because he's been. Yeah, suspended. I, I, I. I I had heard that he's not riding, but I, I, I generally didn't know why. Yeah, so he's been suspended because in a race meeting, I don't know if it was over the weekend or whatever, he used the whip one time over the limit in two different races. So one whip over the limit and it suspended him for seven days and whatever. So And it starts on November 7th. So he can't ride in the Melbourne Even Cup. Even though it's a different country. Yeah. And so he's not riding the Melbourne Cup. He's still coming out here because it's, it's supposed to be his last time here. It's mm. supposed to be his farewell tour. Rah, rah, rah. He's never won a Melbourne Cup, so he was obviously probably trying to you know, pull the rabbit out of the hat for the uh, mm. last hurrah, but he's been suspended seven days. He probably got a fine as well over there. I'm not too sure, but missing out on a Melbourne Cup stint as a 52-year-old world-renowned jockey. Yeah. I feel like that's fucking stiff. Yeah. I I, I would have thought it just like is – I know when – I don't know if it was Zach Burton or someone, but someone over in Hong Kong, they got suspended over there, but they could come and ride here like clean. Yeah. I don't know and, how it works. I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing I, I, the the – like the racing clubs and that are intertwined somehow. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's carried over. But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's, like I said, very – surely you could – I don't know, surely I could move the suspension and let him ride in the Melbourne Cup yeah. or something. Like why does it have or, to start on November 7th? Like yeah. why, why does it start then? I don't know. I, I'm guessing they don't – obviously don't want to change rules just for him sort of thing. But, mm. like I said, he's 52. He's world-renowned. He's never won a Melbourne Cup. He's had a couple of seconds. Um on Max Dynamite and something. Ill, but, but, was, it, was it that year? Was it like when Il Paradiso? Was it Il Paradiso? Or was it, it was in the other. It was, it was, it was when Varen Declare won it. I don't think he was on Il Paradiso, but there was another like um, Rob Pitmonk horse and he was he, like um, second or third or I something. I know he came second on Max Dynamite because that was the year that Max Dynamite was favourite and that Prince of Penzance won it $101 yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's stiff, but I feel like it's stiff on Frankie, but it, at the same time, the, at least they're sticking to their rules. Yeah, the penalty. But in saying that, he he would still get the win in the UK, where like he won. I'm pretty sure he won one or two of both both the races that he overused the whip by one. Though. Like by one, you sort of go oh, okay, like maybe you lost count, whatever. By six or seven, you're like you've just disregarded yeah. the rule completely. Well, I was about to disagree and say that it shouldn't go over, but I understand like sort of the forgetting of the numbers. But to the degree of what it is, maybe per ones that you go over should be X amount of time or some well, sort of penalty because it needs to everything needs to be sort of fit the same where it's just like everyone knows the rules. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, well what if I do it three times? Well yeah. I get fine, why not? I guess my thing is like if you're sitting on the back of a horse moving it 
60 k's an hour and you can only whip the horse five times in the last 100 meters like you don't know where the 100 meters is mm. you've got the post but and you've also yeah. got the atmosphere and the adrenaline yeah. going through yeah you're not worried about exactly where the 100 meter post yeah. is so you just sort of although to be fair after a while you you come to know where it is oh, well, that's after I mean. doing it for they, a long time they've been doing it for a long time so they sh- they should know but that's what i mean like one whip over the limit yeah, fair enough stiff. probably but yep. six or seven you've just gone fucking hell for leather so should they have, should Mark Zara have been disqualified? Well, I don't know. I've, you couldn't do it now. I've got like, my journalist game on here. You couldn't do it now, I don't think, because yeah. that's not the rules. Like that's not what's been happening. But if they set the precedent and change the rules to make going forward, yeah, going forward, and let everyone know this is what's going to happen, then you you'd know for sure they wouldn't do it because they wouldn't want to get disqualified. Yeah, like the trainers, the owners would fucking murder them if they got their horse disqualified. What do you think? Yeah, I think the same, but I, I think it's just always going to be that. That debate, like, if it does happen, and then the person who ends up getting it, like, they're going to be like, fucking, like, the, the West Wind blows, trains me, like, fuck off, like, this just happened to what? Like, yeah, you shouldn't bring it in there. Like, it, it, the rules are in place when it happened to us. You're only yeah, like yeah. putting it yeah. in there. So, I, I think there's always going to be that, that sort aspect of aspect to it. Yeah. yeah it's, but I, I can get it. Like, it, like, if you're going to break the rules to win the race and all you get is a fine, like, there's no incentive for them not to do it. Like, a small fine and shit, like I'd be expecting. That's every- why I think you've got to set the precedence and say from this date going forward, yeah. we know what's happened here, but it, yeah. you can't. But, yeah, like you, you have to feel for the West Wind Blows people. Like yeah, yeah. after your race, like your race is the example, like, oh, if I was yeah. a year late. Like, yeah, it's, it's the same as anything. Something yeah, has to happen it's for stiff. someone to react yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's stiff on them, but, like, that's probably the only bad thing I can see coming out of it. Yeah. I like it. I love the debate. Is there anything else we want to scratch the surface on or are we happy for this week's I, I did. Like, we were kind of talking about it before. I, w- I want to throw my – like, we were talking about it in the pod the other week and I actually really like this debate um, about if, like, Melbourne Cup is – like, we get it. Like, I get we get a public holiday and everything for it, but the race and everything, I I don't think it's – I don't think it's Australia's best race. Like, I get – like, it's the most prestigious and we get, like, a public holiday. Well, Victorians do. Nowhere else does. Only Victoria. We get a public holiday. It's world-renowned and everything, but the actual race itself, I I don't think it's Australia's best race. Do you think that the history and what comes with it, very similar? Some, like, it's just so pristine. Like, it's yeah. just it's like the most. Bit, it's, a little, it's a little bit. It's not exactly like. It's a little bit like the daytime grand final for the AFL, the way that that sort of works. And people go, oh, I'm a traditionalist. I want to mm. keep it the same. Maybe, yeah. maybe for the modern, maybe the Everest is maybe i don't know maybe the cox plate is yeah, whatever yeah. it whatever it might be in your opinion from where it is well i don't we, know i don't yeah. know if australians would sort of attach themselves to it going oh who, it's a cox yeah. plate holiday yeah like, like who, who who said was a thorny who brought it up in the yeah he asked what the biggest if the melbourne cup was the biggest race yeah something. yeah and like it's it's probably the biggest race day in victoria yeah. since so because we get a public holiday yeah that's the thing that's that's like like i agree with you i think i think the best race in australia is probably the cox plate yeah. I agree. So, but I think like the most prestigious and and the biggest race, biggest hype, you know, from everyone, like even the protesters and everything, it all comes out Melbourne Cup. Yeah, it's like the, yeah, you, the you, you know, the, you don't hear them say like nup to like nup to the plate, like it's always nup to the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to come up with something now. Yeah, like it's it's just like it's deflate something. the plate or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a plate. Don't start, plate. Like, <laughs> don't start that. Uh, that porridge. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I think that's a good thing to say, but like. Also, as well, like, not saying that, like, if you win a Melbourne Cup, you win a Melbourne Cup. Like, it's, yeah. but like, I don't think, like, what, what, like, when you said it before, like, when, when Prince of Penzance won, like, did that win another race since? Like, it's an absolute, like, yeah, I don't know. But, that. like, the, 
name like I can't name a bad horse that's won a Cox Plate. Yeah, but you can kind of name a, a very semi-average Melbourne Cup and a horse that like have won it. But yeah, I, you have to be I, an absolute I, champion to win a Cox Plate. There's also yeah. another yeah. element to it where there's such a big field for it, so it's yeah. anyone sort of game. There's a little bit of that as well. A lot well. of bad luck involved. Yeah. yeah, a lot of bad luck involved in Melbourne Cup sweeps. There's more people involved. Yeah, yeah I get it. I, it's interesting. We'll put, we might put it on the socials and ask a question yeah, out there. That'd be, but, yeah, that'd be yeah, good to put up actually. there. But, uh, yeah, going into the next episode for hashtag plate gate. Uh, the <laughs> plate, deflate the gate. Deflate the plate. Deflate the plate is going to be better than hashtag pace of listen. Uh, <laughs> we will be going into that episode for the next one, so tune in for that one. I'm pretty sure from speaking with the lottery host himself, we're probably going to do the best bets so for that race, we'll just say our best bet will be posted in the Patreon. Yep. And um, our, uh, everything and the pod, else will should remain the same. And the pod and quad? The quad, quad pod will be the, uh, the exact same. We need another name for that. That's <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know. When we said it, I it's was getting like, worse. Yeah, it's, it's quad, getting worse quad, every quad, time quad, I say yeah. it. I can't remember it. I, I was like well, watching the NBA day. I'm not sure if anyone did. and uh, acu- uh, I'm not accusing anyone, but uh, for the uh, for the Phoenix Suns, there's a Japanese player called Watanami, yeah. and the commentator was going, oh, Watanami, and I'm like, <laughs> You can't be saying that. And he emphasised it every time. But anyway, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Make sure you give a five-star review. Hit the notification and the follow button. Uh, let a mate know if they want to win a quaddie this weekend because uh, we'll try and help them out. And uh, uh, gamble responsibly as well. Exactly yeah, right. Just have a bit of fun. All the, the best, way. boys. Cheers. 